Welcome to Real Relationships with Dr. T, or better known as Dr. Terrence Schofield, the people's psychologist on BHM 365. We are excited to have you in this morning or today, listening audience, because we have Dr. T in the studio, and we are going to continue with last Thursday's um, topic, Knowing Your Boundaries in a real relationship with yourself. So this is part two, but we are gonna stretch this out a little and we're gonna give you some definitions on the load and burden of your relationship. Beginning to Amen. understand the load, the difference between the load and burden when it comes to that. And also just figuring out this self-actualization of who you really are and coming to grips with that. Because doing that is going to help you to understand this real relationship with yourself. But before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and do a quote. And our quote today is scripture. And it's a scripture we're going to actually talk about within the show today. It is Galatians, beginning with Galatians 6, 1 through 4. And it reads, my friends, If anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the spirit should restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. Bear one another's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. All must test their own work. Then that work, rather than their neighbors, will become a cause for pride. For all must carry their own loads. I'm just excited about today, this part two of carrying the load and burden of the relationship. How are you today, sir? I am riding so super high. It is just ridiculous. How how are you doing, my sister? I am doing fantastic today. You know, every time we get together, I just love it because there's always something <laughs> that's in our spirits that connect. The topics are always, you know, right on point. But I think this one, you know, doing a part two to this one is very key because as you yeah. always say, we have to deal with ourselves first before we can yeah. even help anybody else. So Dr. T, go ahead and lead us into this part two of knowing your boundaries. Thank you, Sister uh, Sister Joanne. Um, you mentioned something. As you read the scripture this morning, it was a sense of in partnership, there has to be an ownership. You know, and there is in that verse of Galatians 6, 1 through 4, 5 or 1 through 4, there's a temptation of the interaction that's kind of a relationship. That's an inter, inter, inter relationship process that they talked about when you see a person overtaken in a fault. And then so there's issues within that. And then there is a there is a there is an ownership and a partnership that you've got to own in your dealing in situations like that. So within that, I would say that today for a sense of thought that those things are dealing with burdens and the ownerships are between the burdens and the loads. It's, 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 it's what are the boundaries within what is mine and what is somebody else's? I mean, in that text, you're dealing with somebody else 
in relation to some something else and somebody else. So it's it's kind of a duality, if you will, instead of a dual. And there's a bunch of things that's going on in that text. So let me first off start clarifying that what I feel is the definition between a burden and a load. Because within the text of what you read, I think that's what we're dealing with. We're trying to understand, okay, the initial thing that I have to take, I have to understand the difference between a burden and a load to understand where I need to go toward taking care of me. Because if you look at that text in the end, there is a sense of a personal demand to somebody. It's reaching out to someone to talk to them about them and how they need to deal with it. So we all need help in trying to deal with people and ourselves, right? So let's, absolutely, let's, absolutely. <laughs> so let's let's define and slow down and let's let me slow down a little bit and I'm gonna define what I feel the text says in a burden. And then like I said last week, that text in the Greek, that burden means it's an excess burden. Because you've seen in that text, it says we need to share someone's burden. So that's saying that that burden is something that's too much for one person to carry. So in that situation, a burden is something that is bigger and it's a lot heavier than a load. So what that text is saying is and it's a, in burden in that text means it's an excess burden that they're talking about. It's something that's heavy and weighs down someone. And they're not expected to carry it by themselves, right? The load is like kind of a knapsack. It's kind of the thing that you put on the burden every day. It's something that you got to deal with. You got to deal with. And in this text, I think it's talking about you got to deal with your own feelings in response to someone else's burden. If you're dealing with somebody, then you got your own feelings. You got your own load. You got your own thing that you need to carry. So that burden is somebody else's that you need to help carry. And this load is something that you need to carry by yourself. But I'm telling you what, in life, it's hard to determine between them two. Would you say? (laughs) I would absolutely say that. Sometimes we mix those up. We get them. That's why I wanted you to kind of explain that because they intertwine at times and they become extra loads and extra burdens at time. And they just weigh us down. And we talked about this last time, how they can make us sick. They can make us Mm -hmm. despondent. They can cause mental illness. It's so Mm -hmm. many effects to that when it comes to them intertwining that load and burden kind of becoming one. It's, It's extra. It's overweight. And, and you, you explain, oh, man, you hit it right on time, Sister Joanne, right on time. See, the, the real problems arise when people act as if their burdens are daily loads. Mm. And what they do as a result of that, they refuse help. Or if they're daily load, they feel like they don't need to carry. Mm. So what the results are from these two issues are perpetual pain and irresponsibility. Wow. You have pain because the burdens, you're refusing help, so you do your own pain by yourself. You're carrying a burden that's over too much for you and you're dealing with the pain of that and you refusing help. That's when you got, that's when a burden's there that you got, you carrying it by yourself. You weren't supposed to do it anyway. You weren't designed to do that. That's mm. where the other person that they said, you know, you, you need to share that with them because you see people that are too, too much for them and you need to gauge in to try to do that. It's difficult, especially if you haven't properly daily work with your own junk. Exactly. Exactly. Because how would you think if you, if you got somebody that's got something and you've got something that you ain't dealt with yet, 
You kind of feel you go through life all the time with excuses. They'll do for other people. They think that they're doing the Christ-like thing and helping somebody else with their load, which is true. You need to help other people. But I think more people help people out of fear than love. Mm. People fear the response that they do to people in a way that's really not healthy for them. It's not healthy to help somebody out of a need of fear or out of a need other than love. Love has joy and all that stuff with it, peace, long suffering, but fear has torment, but perfect love cast out all fear, the scripture says. Mm-hmm. Fear has torment. So if you're giving and helping somebody with an extra burden, or tormented, you ain't helping nobody out of love. You're helping somebody out of fear because fear has torment. If you're tormented, you're not giving out of love. Do you think that torment, that fear that causes a lot of torment is because we're fearful of what the result might not be? Because I think a lot of people think on that. Can I really help this person or have I done everything that I possibly can? Or do I have the resources to really help this person? I'm thinking that that type of fear is what's going on there. And and when we don't, when it doesn't turn out the way that we want, then that's when we start you know, just it just start getting to us and becoming stressful because we don't see a quick turnaround. And and in many cases, there is no quick turnaround. You're only supposed to help someone to a certain to uh, a certain extent. And you said this last time, whatever you're responsible to help them for, you may be the person to come right. in and clear up a certain thing. Then it may be someone else that do the other part of that service or help. But a lot of times we want to help people all the way. We want to fix it and we want to see the results fast. And so I think that's where that fear, <laughs> they come out of it. You are so right. We need to help. We are responsible to people, not for people. We're responsible for ourselves. See, that's why the scripture said you should take action. You watch yourself. See, that's the responsibility for you within your responsibility to Let me say it again. You're responsible for you when you're responsible to somebody else. What we do is we lose ourselves into helping other people when we don't sit down and examine our why we're giving and why we're taking. What's that reciprocity in all of that that's going on? We ain't sat down and took took an evaluation. Have I dealt with my load? We We don't realize it. That's why that scripture is very careful. When he starts talking about that burden, it mm-hmm. is really about understanding the process of what your boundaries, what's yours and what's somebody else's. That's the tension in that Galatians 6, 1 through 5. It's the, it's the tension of boundaries. When they're overexceeded or under, that's what that's dealing with. If you paint that text, I always say a collage is just a, just a beautiful tapestry of a picture with all the different kind of variations and pieces. The essence of the meaning of what that text is saying is it's boundaries, hmm. setting proper boundaries, knowing your place in it and knowing your place off of it. We struggle with that so much. And so really the goal of that whole thing is getting you to this self-actualization. Now, I know that sounds pretty Freudian to our listeners today. We're just not talking about psychological babble here. Your skin is a boundary. Your skin provides a boundary for your bones and your blood, Right. 
seasons are boundaries. You have fall and then you have summer. There's a limit to when fall has to fall and summer has to begin. And so, and so what we're talking about, this emotional distance, the boundaries we're talking about, you got to give your heart and your head space that it needs to be safe. We need to provide those safe places. And how I think you can get to that is you have to, like that scripture says, you have to take the ownership. You have to, you have to do the hard work. This stuff is hard work. Mm-hmm. I don't do it right. Mm-hmm. I don't do it right here. Oh, I'm gonna tell you why I don't do it right. I feel like Jonah sometimes. Jonah, when I when I try to become setting boundaries and become to be all I need to be that God has required me to be, Jonah syndrome in the Bible in, in, in Exodus, where Jonah he was running away from God. He was trying to find a place of he he was trying to run away from the fullness of what God wanted him to. And sometimes it's a scary look when you look at yourself. I know it's scary for me because I got to deal with the pain in me. I have to come to grips with that I haven't set proper boundaries, Mm -hmm. that I don't know how to do it. Then I have to be open enough for somebody to say, hey, you're you're carrying a burden and not a load, or you're doing a load and not a burden, and I don't have it all right. And uh, that's fear. Fear comes in. Fear comes in to seek escape. I run away from my self-activation. And in fact, we don't even really think we need to be, we, we really think we don't need to set boundaries. Mm. We think boundaries are something that, that's, that's against God. I'm gonna help everybody in the name of Jesus. And we run around on Xanax and every Xanax and everything. You know, it's got, you know, mental health medication and God ain't for us to exceed ourselves. Jesus took time. He set boundaries between himself. He went to the garden to pray first. That's a boundary. We got to get away and give our mind and our head and our heart space sometimes to be safe. And I don't do it that good. I must say that I'm I'm a work in progress like you and and the rest of the audience here. Mm -hmm. But um, but you know what? You know, one thing I wrote down today is that behavior follows information and information follows behavior. Your behavior follows the things that you think about or understand, and the information follows what you are already feeling. It comes out on people. So it's internal and external. And that's the struggle of becoming all the potential that you need to be, is that we don't understand how to live that balance. But we don't really perfect it. That's why we have to go through these interrelationships so that we can grow. And that's, it's got to be a forward grow, growing, not a regression. It's a practice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when I think about that, um, when we go beyond our boundaries, and you've been tapping on it as you're talking mm-hmm. about the self-actualization, um, mm-hmm. I think that we, when we go beyond our boundaries, we tend to get a little bit more mentally unstable. And we need to camp out yeah. there a little bit because this whole mental illness is really big in our culture today. And people are trying are beginning to accept that they got a little touch of mental illness because of the boundary mm-hmm. of them going beyond their boundaries and allowing family, friends and situations to control who they really are. And so yeah. and I think that comes too from like you're saying, not getting help. Because we're thinking that we can solve it all ourselves. And so Mm. with that in mind, I think that 
that that's where it comes to trying to understand what self-actualization is, because if you don't understand that, then you're going to lead this way of some type of mental instability. Am I saying this right? Because I think that's where we're going here. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you're right. We got to do the hard work of working through and adding these skills to come to become the person that God required us to be. See, that's what, like I said, it's the Jonah complex is to run away from it. But we're going to have to do the hard work. We're going to have to stop giving excuses while we ain't dealing with us. Mm. Right. We, we gonna have, And the only way we get that sometimes is when we meet that overload. That's when we get it. We don't get it by saying, aha. We get it when we say, hmm, hmm. <laughs> oh, here I am again. Again. That's when we get it. That When you become overloaded, when you're sitting down and you're sitting by yourself with you and God, then you kind of get it. Or when another friend tells you that. So we, we, we have to we have to situationally posi position ourselves to 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 understand why, where we are and how we what we're doing. We have to uh, see life as a series of life choices. Yeah. We mm -hmm. see we don't have a good group of pain. We don't look at pain good. So when we when we are experiencing something like pain, we shouldn't run from it. We have to answer the tough questions of pain. How is it leading us toward a sense of becoming? all what God wants us to be and our full potential. It's a process. Mm -hmm. And get rid of those people that, that don't want to give you the head space and the heart space to work on yourself. <clears throat> if you're in a relationship where you ain't able to work on yourself or nobody's encouraging you that, or they're thinking that you need to have it just right now, just like instant tea, you're in the wrong relationship. They're stripping you of the process of you becoming all you need to be. And that's very important to have that sharing. See, that's a sharing thing because that person that's sharing your burden understands that's empathetic. That's let me hold what you're, see, within that burden is a load. I'm going to let you hold your load while I help you with your share. But you got a load in your burden that somebody's carrying the other part that's, that's your overload. That's what a share is. That's the value in sharing and caring with people. You don't carry their load. You carry the share that makes them overloaded. So it's it's that process that makes us self-actualize to become our full potential. We got to give that time, Sister Joanne. Yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. giving it time for us to self-grow is very important, yeah. what you're saying. And I think we yeah. expect too much of ourselves and we expect too much of situations that we're in. I think we live in this society yeah. where we want quick answers. We want everything done now. We want everything. We want that hard process to work out now. When really in the hardness yeah. of this process is where the opportunity for us to grow and become who we really are and to be in contact with ourselves. Because a lot of times we were talking about this before, we're running from mm. ourselves. We don't want to face who we really are because the reason why it's no. hard is because it's ugly because we have not reached mm -hmm. where we want to be. And sometimes that's very disappointing when we haven't reached our level in life that we have planned. We have written our goals down. We have thought things through. There are places we want to be and there are things we want to do. But in all actuality, we haven't reached those. So that self-actualization can be a very tough process, as you're saying, because 
It tells yep. who we really are. Not tomorrow, not before, but right now. You've been listening to BHM 365 with Dr. T on The Real Relationship Show. Our topic has been Knowing Your Boundaries, Part 2. So tune in next time where we pick up with Part 3 of Boundaries, Knowing Your Limits.